go. We're getting ready for summertime. It is so good to be back with playing it safe. It has been an entire year that I have been gone. I've done a lot this time. Jeez, I've moved twice. First of all, I did a big move. I moved away from the area that I was originally located at, moved a few hours away, and just been trying to live my best life every day. So it has been a moment and I've been missing everybody. I just had to, you know, come back, refocus. I've been working on, uh, I've been writing a book. I've been trying to save some money because I need to do a lot of traveling with uh, the book, which would be playing it safe. And um, yeah, just with the whole move of twice, five kids going on there, it sure has been a while. So I wanted to come back today and refocus because there's been a lot of things going on as far as personally, professionally. Um, I've been having to question a lot of my actions or people trying, wanting me to explain myself. And I've come to realize that there's just been a lot of, just a lot of different emotions that come with that. So I had to come back to playing it safe uh, just so I can, it's kind of like my therapy, right? But I also wanted to make sure that um, others, if the other people are going through these kind of feelings, that they are not alone. It's kind of nice when you can relate with other people. And um, I thought it was time to come back. I just needed to reorganize. Still got a little chaos in the background. That's why I'm just posted up in the corner, but I've been making it work. So today's episode, we're going to call it golden handcuffs. Yes, I'm calling it golden handcuffs. And I've actually been hearing this phrase quite a bit. And what do I mean by that? So for my professional wise, I have been seriously contemplating uh, moving professions. Uh, maybe not the whole professional field, but just moving careers or jobs. And with that comes a lot of um, a lot of hardship, a lot of, you know, unknowns, you know, a couple things that are very stressful in your life could be moving, right? That's one big stressor and, um, jobs, switching jobs is another big stressor. And I just keep seeing to be doing all of that stuff. And so, um, I recently bought a house, which, you know, I'm really thankful for and grateful. And now that I'm not near my original job, I've been commuting. So my commute's not too bad. I commute about like an hour and 20 minutes, really bad days, an hour and 40 minutes, right? But I do it about twice, sometimes three times a week. So I can't complain. I'm pretty fortunate to not have to go in five days a week. So why would I leave that job, right? Well, I've been, you know, contemplating, you know, there's been a lot of just different things going on and I kind of feel unhappy. And so I have this whole plane, it's safe. And I've already expressed to everyone that I got into this field because I followed income. I follow the numbers and I decided to work for a California community college, right? And so um, for those of you that don't know, it actually pays pretty well, it pays better than four-year universities, uh, majority of private schools. It, this, the, you know, this system pays the best. And so um, now I'm thinking about, well, what do I want? I've been practicing that you all should follow what you want, follow your, 
your inspiration, trying to get others to explore. And although I'm practicing, you know, I'm preaching to, you know, not necessarily play it safe, right? I also um, inform you that you can go out and do your things, but it still may take extra work, right? It may be that you have to stay with your job while you're still pursuing other stuff. For example, I, you know, my whole goal was not to have a podcast at all. I actually jumped into this was because, you know, pandemic happened and I was trying to, I just got all the the people lined up to go start traveling and following everyone. And then when everything closed down, people didn't really want to meet me in person because people were afraid, which is completely understandable. So that's why I pivoted to this. So that way I wasn't stopping on that. And the reason why I took a year off was that now things are opening up. I started being able to uh, network again with others and I'm trying to make my original goal happen. I gave myself a, a three-year um, time frame, so I'm, I have a little over two years left to get this completed, but it does take a lot of extra work. So moving forward, you know, still trying to focus on like, well, what will make me happy? Would changing my environment make me um, enjoy my work a little bit better. So I have gone out and, and, and looked and done these couple things and I've been really honest with people. I've been honest about, you know, how I'm feeling, uh, why I'm doing these things. And I've been getting a lot of uh, opposition. And what do I mean from that is that, you know, a lot of the current people I work with are very lovely people. And, you know, a lot of them have expressed that they might've done the same thing it's just that they got these golden handcuffs. And then I keep talking to others and they're like, I, I would have moved, but now I got these golden handcuffs and now it's impossible. So what, what do we talk about golden handcuffs, right? And why are they handcuffs and why are they golden? Well, you know, my type of industry, the longer you stay at a position, the more you get paid, which is great. And eventually at every position, you, you, pro- you cap out cap out at a really large salary and if you wanted to transition into another school or move a lot of the contracts you're not allowed to start at what you're currently making a lot of these contracts you have to uh, they have limits and a lot of these limits uh, will be a significant pay cut for you because you're having to essentially kind of start over with their scale their pay scale and it's just the way the contracts are made and it's just to make it equitable for people applying to not have the bias there and there's really little room for negotiation in this industry because it is a uh, unionized system which i love the union i know some people may have their feelings but i am part of it and i i I enjoy it because it's um, the union has done a lot for us so the golden handcuffs it's great because you you know, it's golden because you get paid well. They're handcuffs because you feel stuck. And a lot of people feel really stuck in their positions. And a lot of people I've talked to feel that they can't move because it would be too drastic of a change, too much of an impact to their their way of living. And to be frank, most people don't want to be inconvenienced with that, right? And now here I am thinking about what do I want to do? And if I transition out, I might, well, I will have to take a pay cut. So I've been working extra hard to get other things in place. 
uh, making sure, you know, debts are paid off and all, all these other things. But, um, at the end of the day, I just bought a house <laughs> and I got five kids. And as many of you have been following my story, my, my husband stays home with the five kids, bless his heart. And, um, you know, I'm making sure that, you know, I'm the one that's, that's out there, uh, bringing in the income because, you know, he's staying home. And if anyone knows how daycare works, it is expensive. So that is a whole job in itself. So with all that said, I've been going back and forth. It's been pretty stressful and it's all first world problems. I keep saying that, right? I'm very fortunate. It's, it's, and when I say pay cut, it is a pay cut, but it's not like it's going to be that it's not going to be where my whole life's going to change, right? It's just, I would have to learn to live within my means a bit better. So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to, to bring that out because I know many people have decided and wanted to move into different fields, try different things. But with any of this, anytime you're transitioning into a new area, most likely you have to come in more at an entry level right? We can't be that getting that top pay, even though we want to, or that professional pay, because we're trying to go into a field that we may not have the experience or we might have it right. But we're, you know, we may not have the full thing that this company is saying that, okay, well you, you know, I don't see, you know, you're my, this, I'm your first client. So, you know, why am I going to pay top dollar for that? So a lot of times we're going into an industry of any change, you have to show your worth and show your work. In my case, mine's more uh, bound by contract language. And that might happen to some of you. And in some of your other cases, it's more of just showing your worth. And a lot of it is you have to, you know, charge less to show your quality, show your work and build up your portfolio. And so how do you do that? How do you do that with making a change? And how do you do that with a lot of people being against it? And why would people be against you being happy? It is just, it comes back to the daunting of, well, you got to face reality. You got to face that you have lots of bills. Like for me, I was talking to another colleague the other night and, you know, uh, bless this colleague at the way home. You know, he was telling me, Hey, Veronica, I'm your friend. And as your friend, I'm just going to let you know, this is a really bad decision. If you leave this position, this is a really bad decision and it's not smart. It's not smart for you to do that. You just bought a house. You got a big mortgage. And the reality is, is that I've looked at all these things. By the way, I'm not just quitting. I'm not leaving. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I'm still contemplating all my choices. But I know my finances. I know my situation. I know what I have to do to make it happen and the hustle, the, the extra hustle that I would need to do. Now, most people in my situation wouldn't be doing any extras or trying to transition in the fact that because of the golden handcuffs, if I just stay in my position, next year is really sweet as far as pay. Get a big bump in pay. All these extras are coming my way. I wouldn't have to live within my means. I can be, you know, still doing all kinds of extra activities with my children and not have to worry about that. The, why would I ever leave that? Right. And then the other side effect is like, well, I'm not fulfilled. And then I, I sound like a hippie 
because I'm like, well, the energy, the energy is not good. And so I just keep, you know, I keep going back to that. I'm like, I'm at a point in my life that I want to be around people that are um, energized, that I can feel that connection with, and overall just be happy. You know, I'm trying to live my best life at home, which I do really well, but I'm also trying to do it within my um, my professional field. So I'm trying to make sure that I'm giving, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that I can give my best self. And if I'm just doing this because of routine and for comfort and for pay, I feel that I am cutting the students short that I work with and overall myself short because that's just, you know, same shit, different day, right? Most of us live in that reality. It's the same shit, different day. And I feel that most of us are stuck there. And so, yes, we have a routine in life, but how can we make it where it's a different day, but it's not the same shit? Or you don't feel that way, that you don't get stuck in these golden handcuffs. And most of us are wearing golden handcuffs. Or you might think it's it's silver or bronze, whichever you want, but there's still some form of handcuffs that keep us from moving forward, that keep us from making those changes. And I, I, I will tell you, for anyone listening that wants to make that change, just know that it is very stressful. It's not easy. And you may find your yourself not being supported. So you have to think about yourself at this point like well what will it take when I say think about yourself I anytime people hear me talk I always have to give a uh, put a little subtitle like don't worry I'm not quitting my job don't worry I'm not doing anything drastic because the way I talk it sounds like I might just up and leave and try to go live my best life and discover what I want to do but I still have responsibilities so you know with responsibilities most of us have um you know, most of us don't have that fortune of that generational wealth or other things that can we can just take the time off and just say, you know what, I'm going to discover what I want to be. Most of us have responsibilities and there is, these responsibilities are so overwhelming the majority of the time that we can't comprehend a change or we can't comprehend a future where we see ourselves doing what we want. And most of us still don't know what we want to do, right? I literally was in um, a job interview more recently, made it to the final round and and uh, they were really loving me, right? And I think they still might love me, who knows, we'll see. Uh, you know, and they were like, well, where do you see yourself, Veronica? Like they were really wondering how long I was gonna stay there. And so, you know, my response, and by the way, I, I'm just, this is my personality, so I don't sugarcoat things. My response was, well, um, I don't know if I can be committed to you. You know, it took me a long time to commit to my husband. You guys are asking for a huge commitment right now. What I can say is, you know, I, I will work hard while I'm here. But I also told him, you know, to be quite honest, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. I know that sounds silly. I'm getting closer to being 40. I'm a, I have a career and I you know, have all these responsibilities, but I'm generally serious when I always say I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up because we have a, you know, we, I still have a whole life full of work and, you know, options and opportunities. I just got to figure out what that is. 
how I want to proceed forward and what that looks like for me. And I still don't have that vision. It's still, I'm still, you know, painting my canvas as we can say, and I'm still trying to figure out what, what that vision looks like. And it keeps changing and that's okay. So for any of you wondering what your responsibilities and you want to change, just know again, it's going to be a little rough. It will be stressful, but at the end of the day, it's like, it might take years. But can you get there and will that change your life where it's not the same shit, different day, right? We want, we want to enjoy each day. We want to be able to go to work and not call it work and just be able to live our best life. So many of us, again, we're stuck with our golden handcuffs and how can we break free? I'm still working on that. We'll see how it goes. I can't say where it's going to end up at. All I know is that I hope to bring more episodes our way. I have a whole um, outline of what I'm going to be doing. I, again, I've been working on this awesome book where it, it stands is I'm just, you know, trying to, you know, save extra money to make sure I can make those trips and interview people to be part of my book. I have lots of awesome um, individuals lined up that haven't been on this podcast podcast yet. I've been saving their journey um, for the book, but also I'm going to be recording their lives as I progress on. So eventually can start a little channel um, on the YouTube channel, just do a, you know, little episodes of their lives and just kind of be able to live that way and explore that way. I think it's really important for, you know, people listening to be able to hear other stories, hear their hardship, but also see how awesome they're living, right? I don't think we get enough of that. I don't think we we get exposed to that. And I think that anytime we see someone living really amazing, we think it can't happen to us, right? And I'm a living proof that anything you put your mind to can happen, including, you know, the purchase of my home. This is not the first home I purchased, by the way. This is, I think, this is the third home I've purchased. Don't worry, I don't have three homes. I'm not balling that that way yet. But it's definitely a huge, drastic change. I just keep learning to figure out how to play the system, how to play it better. But now that I've learned to continue to play the system of life, right? Because we all know that where you live at determines the type of education you get. The type of education you receive will determine the type of job you'll get, the type of opportunities you'll get, right? And the type of job you get determines where you can live at. You see this cycle? It continues. So I have finally learned to play that system to hopefully break the cycle that uh, my family has continued to go of, you know, I grew up really uh, poor, low income, you know, the areas that we grew up, I'm not, I don't want to say they were bad because I don't feel unsafe when I'm there, but I have discovered through a lot of my teachings and reading a lot about the history in the U.S., you know, um, a lot of those um, inner cities, uh, the cities that are lower income, they don't, you know, the education system is just really unfortunate. And so I have continued to see a lot of our, you know, a lot of people close to me or my family members, we all continue to repeat the cycle, right? And so 
I wake up every day like, how can I break that cycle? I wake up wondering how can I create generational wealth for my children? That way they can do that for their children. And this can be a type of legacy that we can start seeing. A generational wealth for my children of color and moving forward and making sure that they love their be- live their best life. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see, you know, how... It turns out I'm excited to live a long life. I hope I get to live a long life and be able to see that. You know, there's a lot of BS going around. If you listen to the news, it's just, it can really be overwhelming. It can be depressing. I do listen to the news just to stay updated, but it's not fun sometimes. So just make sure that whatever you all are doing to pursue whatever goals you want, or if you're still trying to create your own goals, is know that besides it's going to be tough, know that it's okay to have some down days. You might feel sad, you might get overwhelmed, but try to refocus to not let that overpower you. It can, our mind is very powerful, but it's also very fragile. So if we are not careful or cautious, that can uh, be overwhelming and it can overtake any progress we have done. So just be careful with that. I'm excited again to be back. We're heading into summer. I hope that you all are going to be able to do something this summer. And I'm not saying you need to go out and go travel, but, you know, take a beach day. If you don't have a pool, go find a friend that has a pool. You know, go to a, you know, throw a small barbecue. Do something. Be around people. Make sure that you can, you know, you're, you're happy, you're laughing your enjoy in life and remember those fun times because we have a lot of hard times so these little moments helps relieve those hard times for our passion so i can't wait um to continue this journey with y'all and uh, hopefully you can you know share this story if you like like or subscribe below and i can't wait to to continue this if you have any questions for me you want to share your story Feel free to send me a message at safe 0 at gmail.com. Once again, it's safe 0 at gmail.com. Again, you can share this. Uh, we are either video or you might be listening via podcast. I'm excited to be back. I can't wait. I'm going to continue to get some more guests. But in the meantime, we're just going to keep doing some little stories of, of bits and just talking and just trying to have a great time. Until then, we will see you soon, and I hope your summer starts off well. Bye, y'all.